Hey guys, it's John with the CNT update for Tuesday. The somebody throw me a bone. I have a, don't have October my class. October nineteenth. October nineteenth. <laughs> Let me just help you out. There. Yeah, the, thank you. Appreciate that. Usually Kristen's here to help me with the date because. I'm not smart enough to remember the date before I get on. So I'm here with some ladies from Momentum Tutoring in Santee. Wrong one. And I'm uh, driving today without my uh, sidekick, Kristen Dare, who usually helps me uh, keep this thing on track. So I'm going to count on you ladies to make sure that uh, everything goes well. We'll do our best. Awesome. So we have Terry over here from Momentum Tutoring. What's your role? Hi, guys. I'm the founder and executive director of Momentum Tutoring. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, John. Sure. And we have Michelle. Hi, I'm Michelle. Um, I'm the HR manager and curriculum resource. Very cool. And a new mom. And a new mom. Congratulations. And I'm Donna. I'm a board member. Very cool. And and what do you do as a board member, Donna? I'm uh, helping to do fundraising for Momentum. Oh, very cool. Very cool. It's a very hard job. I would imagine it is. So uh, you ladies won uh, Santee's favorite, um, what was Business. your category? Nonprofit. And education. Ne- education. Wow, you beat out the school district or are they in a different category? No, we actually <laughs> beat out the Santee School District. Oh, very the cool. Elk Grossmont School District, the Queen Macca College, and some really amazing um businesses here, which are the music company and the dance company, who mm-hmm. I think are, uh, you know, not competitors, but, uh, you know, collaborators and what mm-hmm. we're trying to do here in the city. So I was really honored um, just for the opportunity to be recognized in 2020 and um, to be able to come here and share what we're doing in the community. So thank you, John. Oh, it's, it's been my pleasure. So what do you guys actually do in the community? I see it. You guys are on Cuyamaca, right? Right across the street from Rio Seco. All right. And you guys tutor kids just for um, Santee School District or all ages of people? or? Well, I'm going to start off, John, by um, letting you know that it's not just a tutoring company. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a lot more. And I think the way that it's best to explain it is when I first thought about Momentum was after I had my son, Demetrius, and I started um, tutoring in the community. And I realized there was a huge need for kids just doing homework mm-hmm. and, you know, helping the parents who are working till five and all of that. And so I started um, working with kids in the library and I, I realized, you know, there's a big potential if we had high school students who are amazing working with these younger kids. And so one Father's Day, I told my father and the whole family, um, you know, my idea, my vision about what momentum could possibly be. And my father is six foot four, 250 pounds, a very commanding man. And he, everybody was kind of quiet and he was quiet and he slammed his fist on the table and he said, you'll never be able to do that. Ah. And, uh, you know, I was kind of like, okay, put your head down, pick up your, ta- your, your, your plate and go into the kitchen. And at that point, my brother said, she'll never be able to do that alone. But if people help her, she'll be able to do that. And you see, my father was right. Alone, I could never do that. I, you know, as a teacher, I struggled in school myself, didn't know anything about business. But my brother was right. If people stood up and helped, we could do amazing things in the community. So momentum is right now, we provide tutoring, but we provide jobs. 
we provide hope for families. So it's kind of hard to just say, yeah, we're helping somebody with their math skills. We're helping somebody go home and feel like, okay, I suck at math, but I could do this and I'm going to learn to do it. And you know what? Maybe I'm a really good artist and I need to know how to do math, but I'm also going to try and do my art. So, so how many students do you have? How many families um, have students there? Do you know? Um, it's always changing, ever changing. And so right now is a, a big enrollment time. Um, last year, we were able to help a total of 217 families. Oh, very cool. And, and was that all online or in person? Both. And so we were able to open up last year and serve um, families, even when the schools were closed or, or partially open. We were serving students in the center. And about uh, 39% of our students were online. Oh, wow. So, so are they all in Santee, or do they come from all over the place? All over. Yeah, they do. They come from all over. We help all different kinds of children. And last year, we helped a family through the homeschool in Santee. Uh, the homeschool teacher contacted Terry, and she knew me, and that's how we got to help this one family. The The son was going through cancer treatments at Children Ho- Children's Hospital, and the daughter was sort of left in kind of the shadow, and mm-hmm. so um, we decided that we would help her. Terry took her under her wing and practically was her mother, really, and really built her confidence up. And now this little girl is just, oh, she's just so elevated, and she has so much self-confidence, and she's just soaring. I mean, it's just been an amazing sight to watch. Very cool. So is this a, a pay-to-play kind of thing, or is this something where you can um – do you get donations for people to attend and scholarships, that kind of stuff? We do do scholarships. We do help families um, that are in need. And uh, that's kind of my rule to kind of fundraise. Love to talk to your daughter about that. <laughs> <laughs> Fundraising is the art of teaching people how to give joy back. Exactly. And um, it's, it's a difficult um, job. And so we're reaching out to people to make donations. Um, so, reach- so is there a tuition to attend? Absolutely. Okay, yes. and then you can offset some of that tuition with donations. Yes, folks, gotcha. Scholarships. Scholarships. Yeah. Okay, and Michelle, what what do you do there? So I help. Um, I help. I help a lot of our youth, our high school students, get started on their first job. Um, Momentum is a perfect place to get that first job, to get that first job experience, to go through an interview process, to do trainings, and to give back to the community on teaching other younger students, um, as well as I help to train and design the curriculum that the tutors will be teaching. Um, So I really work with the staff. Um, But, you know, teaching even the younger younger kids get ready for them to go out and get their first job. So I've worked with like the middle school and high school students that were tutoring, but we teach them those life skills to eventually get them in the job market themselves. And what kind of jobs are they looking for? Their first job at fast food or anything, 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 um, you know, we need to connect you with uh, James over at the East County Economic Development Council. We already know James. You know James. Good. <laughs> yeah. We good. love James. <laughs> James is a good guy. Yeah. So that it's really something important because um, a lot of them don't know even their address or their phone number. And in order to do an application, you need to know these things. So it's those basic life skills in order to get out and go into the community and get those jobs to, you know, give back. It's not just giving back to Momentum, but it's giving back to the other um, you know, stores and communities. Um, 
Gotcha. So you guys are, are filling a lot of gaps in the community. I mean, every community has some gaps and, and unfortunately sometimes kids and families fall into those gaps and it sounds like you guys fill a lot of those gaps. We try our best. Um, I also do mentoring for parents and students. So I'm a mentor with a parent right now and I help her. Um, I just kind of listen to her and give her some advice that she can do to help her own child. And then I also help the tutor that's tutoring that child. So I have a conference call maybe with the tutor and we talk about what she's doing with the student and if there's anything that I can help her with, uh, advice, research, that kind of thing. And so we work together as a collaborative team. So do you work with kids with IEPs or do you guys evaluate their so situation? I'll speak a little bit on behalf of that. So yeah, we do get students with IEPs, ADHD, um, dyslexic, um, a wide range. Um, and what we'll do is we will ask for those IEPs, um, from the school district and that I'm one, one of the people that take part in kind of reading through those and interpreting the IEPs so that I can help, um, teach the tutor on what they need to do. Um, can so I, would, go can ahead. I just say something? Because yeah. Michelle has credentials. She's a credentialed teacher and she teaches special ed. I don't know if she said that yet. So um, I just yeah. wanted you to know that. <laughs> and she's Carlton Hills Teacher, teacher of the, the year. year in 2020. Oh, congratulations. And Miss Bloomer hasn't even mentioned this, but she's a Santee legend at Rio Seco. Oh. 36 years teaching at, at, in Santee. John and I talked about that. Yeah, know, we talked but, off mic. To, that, that wasn't like, mentioned. Oh my gosh, yeah. It, it must be because, you know, Donna says she mentioned she's mentoring this parent, but she also mentors me. She mentors Michelle. Um, it's That's kind of what momentum is. The way we're living our life is what momentum is as a business. It's getting people who um, are able to do what you want to do, like your friend who helps you with a podcast. Mm-hmm. He knows how to do something. It's recognizing somebody's strength, strengths, mm-hmm. and and allowing them to do it, and that's what I love about momentum. Like Michelle's amazing with these kids with autism. They'll come in and you, they will say, "I'm not listening," and they'll run around the room. And parents will say, "You know, is this going to work?" And we say, "Yeah, just give it time." A few sessions later, the child walks in by his own and sits down. So a lot of children and families that are in that situation need some help adjusting how to. Um, work with those kids to help them yeah. with their frustrations with communication or any of those kinds of things that they need help with. Right. You can help the families learn how to interact with their kids and be productive. Exactly. And learn how to be patient and just watch for a minute. And I, one of the things that I've noticed too, over the years of doing this is parents will be like, they won't listen to me. They won't do anything for me. I try to do it at home. I'm perfectly capable of doing this at home. And then they come into the center and we're not parents. So they're more likely to listen to us. They're more likely to connect with the high school students that are a little closer to their age. Um, and that connection helps them not think of homework as so much of a chore as much as, oh, I can get this done. Oh, I'm doing this with a friend um, and being able to have that connection. So even though the parents are capable of teaching this at home, they might fight it because they're a parent and it's a chore mm-hmm. versus coming to momentum, it's not a chore. It's something just to get done and do something fun. And then we can move on to something else um, and supplement their education. So give me a description on on what it looks like. So I bring my child in that maybe has a a concern or maybe doesn't. What does their interaction look like? Is, Is it a classroom setting? Is it an individual setting? Is it an appointment? 
Is it kind of like the Boys and Girls Club where you can come in any time? How does that work? Excellent question. Um, it's it's very much but done on an appointment system. So if you are interested in Momentum, you reach out to us via a phone call or our website. And we'd like to do free consultations. And I do those with families. And you come in and you're able to see the center, what's happening. All of our tutors, when they're matched up with somebody... Um, so, John, you might call and say, my, my fifth grader is struggling with math and sometimes reading, and it's really more, you know, I, I can't do it at home. They are, they're arguing with me. So we'll bring them in. We set them up for Tuesday and Thursday at 4 o'clock with one of our tutors, and they can come in and work for a certain amount of time. Um, we go month by month. We believe consistency is really important. So keeping them with the same tutor, same time, same day. Gotcha. So it would just be like a kid uh, going to guitar class or taking drum lessons or exactly. going to gymnastics or dance. They come in at the same time all the time. They have a, an expectation and you guys fulfill that expectation and hopefully they can move down the field a little bit. Sorry, I keep mixing my metaphors. That's what I do. Uh, but you can you can help them grow a little bit each time and they start seeing some, some progress and start building some momentum. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Gotcha. Right. And confidence. And confidence, you know, which is huge. And like Terry said, it's not just the academics because it's so important to find the strengths that kids have and it might not be academics. You might find it's art. And so that you let them have time to do that art and teach them along the way. You know, you might add some math problems in there, or you might do a literacy thing. And so the kids learn through um, their strengths. Very cool. Can I give you an example real sure. quick? Sure, go so, ahead. Um, one of my um, students who is autistic, the parent came in and said, you know what, they struggle with handwriting, you know, but they need to work on math. Is there any other way that we can work on math that doesn't require them to write? And I'm like, sure, why not? So using using that knowledge, then... We use manipulatives. I use magnets. Anything else that doesn't require him to use handwriting, which is a frustration point. Because if we're mixing handwriting and math, he's going to be so frustrated about handwriting that he's not going to focus on the math. So I'm separating those two. Um, So again, to piggyback off of Donna is that differentiation of, you know, this student might do it this way, but the other student needs to do it this way. So when when a child's in in a public school and there's... 25 or 30 kids in that class, there's a certain expectation socially, how to act, how to learn those things. And if someone falls through one of those uh, cracks or has, there's a gap, then you guys can help them transition so that they can take what they learn at momentum and apply that to their school day and be less frustrated, cause less issues for themselves by being more patient with everyone else. Everyone else can be more patient with them. That kind of thing. And then we can also review what like they're learning in school as well. If they're learning addition in school, we can learn, teach at Momentum, but in a one-on-one setting that will allow them. They didn't maybe understand them doing it on the whiteboard. Well, we're going to get out the blocks um, and teach it that way. So we're going to be able to review it in a way that they'll understand. If they don't understand it the way we're teaching it, you try a different way. Right. And you try a method mm-hmm. until they, they connect with it. So I'm going to ask the big question. If you have a child that comes twice a week for an hour... Each time, what does that cost? Terry will have to answer that. Well, our our prices are listed on the website. Okay. So I do encourage families to go ahead and and check that out. And we do have an application for tuition assistance for families who qualify. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we are also raising money if a family is going through a health crisis. And at this point, I just wanted to give 
Landon and Lily a shout out. Um, Landon is a student who's nine years old. Uh, he was diagnosed with stage four cancer last November, and he is my hero. Honestly, this year, Landon has been dedicated to you just to get better every day in every way, um, because I know that if he was diagnosed with something like this 10 years ago, he might not have the likelihood of living like he does today. And how is that possible? It's through amazing doctors. It's through amazing people doing their absolute best. And so I think that's what Momentum's really trying to get the community to do is collaborate. Everybody do your best. What would it look like if everybody was being excellent? And so that's kind of our theory this year. Um, we want everybody to try and be excellent. And it seems like it's a, a big job, but here's how you do it. The first thing you do is you try your best. And then the second thing you do is you get better every day in every way. Land, Landon has done that. You know, if you if you could just meet him, you would understand what Terry's talking about. He's uh, he's got so much energy and so much life in him, and he is so grateful and appreciative for every little thing we do with him. Um, he's learned so much. He's happy. He's hopeful. He's a fighter, and it makes us fight harder for him. Sounds like a cool kid. He is, John. I I think you should honestly. <laughs> Invite him in sometime because he's a, this wise person and his, his sister, he loves his sissy um, and his sister is amazing also. And, and like Donna said, she taught me a lot last year trying to being able to be there for her um, was really what momentum is about. So helping families that are not just in need of um uh, specific education or um, behavior concerns or things like that. You're helping families that might have a situation where they can't spend as much time with all of their children. If somebody is sick, then they have to focus more attention on that child and the other children. You don't want them to get left behind. So you can have your child go to momentum to get, to fill that gap. Absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not just um, not trying to marginalize anybody, but Children that are um, typical, is that is that the proper term? Am I using it right? Okay. Yeah. So um, they're welcome there as well because everybody has opportunities to learn. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, some kids we have, so we do have the students who are just really honestly learning how to learn, learning their alphabet. But then we also have students who are 95% in their class, in their honors, and they want that 98, 99, and we want them to get that. Very cool. So it is like an after-school sport or um, um, music lessons or something like that where uh, I would imagine it's it's pretty focused like the family. In my family, we always had the softball and baseball bags in the back of the truck, and, and we were carrying those around. And, and, of course, my oldest daughter always had her book bag, but that's a whole other story. But that's probably what families do when they're they're participating with Momentum is, is – and not that their world revolves around it, but it's 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 one of those orbits that is very normal for them to take part into going to Momentum year-round? Sometimes, and we're really proud of um, two of our st students, Nathan and Aaron Hunt. They they were with us from like day one when I opened up Momentum's doors. And honestly, Nathan, Amy will tell you, he didn't know his alphabet. He graduated with honors and was speaking German, and he's like amazing. And little Aaron, his little brother, straight A's. 
and Amy will say, you know, that's because you guys have been with us. And they've been with us every year since they were little kids. So it's not like that for everybody. But when it can be, we, you know, that, that's an option. Very cool. Well, it sounds like you ladies provide a great service to the community and, and give people that may be interested in learning how to be a teacher or want to uh, move into that profession, give them opportunities for one-on-one teaching and to, to learn about teaching in a different way instead of just standing up in front of the board and writing stuff. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed how kids, older kids can really help younger kids and how the younger kids look up to the older kids. And then they're not afraid to see them in, in the real world, you know, in mm-hmm. the public, they can go up and talk to anybody. So it's, it's a really nice atmosphere, I think. And how long have you guys been around? 14 years. 14 years. We've been in Santee 14 years, but Very I cool. would say all my life I've been training for momentum. Um, because I was a baby of the family. My brothers and sisters are way older than me. <laughs> um, and uh, they they showed me what it's like to have somebody kind of older and watching out for you and taking care of you and teaching you how to you know, spell and just do things. So that's what we have but with mine. Yeah. She has a great family. I got to meet it sounds her. like it. I got to meet her dad. He was an orthopedic surgeon. And I think I was blown away just by the size of his hands because they were like, he could play the piano and touch one key into all the way to the end of the piano keys. <laughs> he was just an amazing man and just talking to him and, and being curious about how he grew up and, you know, what he did. And um, Terry told me later that he was sort of impressed with me and the questions I asked, because I think one of the things I asked him was, well, how are you going to help Terry? Are you going to donate money for Momentum? Yes. And I, it just seemed like a natural thing, because when you're asking somebody for money for a charity or nonprofit, you're not asking it for yourself, but for other people. And so um, I didn't think anything of it until she shared with me later that he was pretty amazed that I even did that. <laughs> so he did donate, <laughs> which well, that's was good. great. Yeah. And we're very lucky because we have a, uh, a couple of people. We put together a one plus one equals two. These two donors that have given us um, a generous uh, amount of money, which is really great. And so we're kind of asking our community in Santee to see if we can break their bank <laughs> and um, double what they've given us. So so kind of like a matching program. Kind of like a matching program. Very cool. Very so cool. Last year it was uh, Pay It Forward. And we reached out to the community and a lot of my friends, my former uh, colleagues, and I reached out and asked them to pay it forward to some for somebody's uh, scholarship. And we got... We got a pretty good amount of money. Right? Hell, Donna, it's amazing. I, I'm shocked. I think it was like seventy-seven thousand dollars. Oh, very cool. So this year we're hoping to, you know, reach maybe a hundred, a hundred twenty-five, or one hundred fifty. And, so, and every time somebody donates, I mean, it, it has to go cover costs of running the school. Oh, do you want to get that? No. Okay. Uh, he he just knows. Something big's going on right now. So yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. So um, where were we? We we're talking about um, raising money, raising money, <laughs> fundraising. Exactly. Thanks, Donna. So when somebody donates to Momentum, it's going to cover the expenses of running that that nonprofit. It's it's going to help 
It's hey, going to keep the, the lights on. It's going to go to scholarships, basically. But we're we're asking for for scholarships because we do have a lot of families that, you know, during COVID they've lost their jobs. They want to help their kids, and they just don't have the extra money to do that. And it's not because they don't want to help their kids. It's just that they have to have a house payment and they have to put food on the table. So, do you guys have a PayPal link or something like that on the website, or how can they donate? We have something called Great Nonprofits, and there is, if you go on there, you're able to donate. Um, but we encourage anybody who's who's halfway interested in, in sharing their money with us to come in and actually consult with me and see where their money is going. Because with a nonprofit, there's two types of donations, unrestricted or restricted. Um, we are open to both. Mm-hmm. Unrestricted would keep the lights on mm-hmm. and allow us for innovative instruction um, and training and things like that. Uh, restricted donations towards scholarships, we honor that. If somebody wants to give it just for scholarships, then we, we keep that money for that. Or we do need a sign. And so we, we are offering, if anybody would want to sponsor our headquarters on Cuyamaca Street, uh, Mission Realty Momentum. Uh, oh, there you go. You know, mm-hmm. we, we are accepting different, you know, partnerships, levels of partnership. And that's really what we're doing is it's, I can't express enough community of collaboration. How can we all collaborate as a community, do our like part to make something amazing for Santee? Yeah. And Terry's always been about that. She's always wanted to collaborate with other nonprofits and we've reached out and we've done some things with other nonprofits, you know, where we're trying to get together and to, to serve the community of Santee. So, and you know, I have to tell you, so right out there is a parent of one of our students. Mm-hmm. All right. And she is thinking about doing a bunko mm-hmm. for momentum. Do you know that John? No, I don't. I don't yeah. usually play bunko. <laughs> well, Not usually invited. Neither do I, but yeah. I can see Heidi is out there mm-hmm. and, um, I should invite her in because she, she's got things going on in the works for us. And so. Oh, good. That sounds great. So there are a lot of opportunities for people to collaborate so that you can help you raise money. You're not uh, above doing bunkos and the, the proceeds, a portion of the proceeds would go to um, help with scholarships or some unencumbered funds that would come in. Right. Or if you're an expert at business and you want to be a part of our board, giving us advice as a, as a business, we are open to that. Remember, we're all teachers. Mm-hmm. And and changing this into a, a nonprofit has to be run like any other business. You have to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that we've done. And uh, I'm looking for internships for some of our students, our tutors that maybe want to go into real estate or something else. You know, we're looking for businesses that might want to have some young people come in and you train them or at least let them shadow you and learn about what you do. Because then that could maybe change their direction on what they want to do. Not every kid is ready to go to college. Not no. every kid should be a professor. You know, there are so many other opportunities that we don't really spend a lot of time or energy on. So um, I think that is a program that Michelle has talked about wanting to do with um, with Kristen Dare, actually, with the chamber. And, um, you know, if we could if we could do something like that, we'd be serving more children adult kind of children. So um, that's kind of where momentum is. You know, we're trying to reach all, all kids. Very cool. So if somebody wants to come by and get a tour, they can see you online. And what's the website? 
MomentumTuning.org. Awesome. Okay. And we'll have this podcast up there if that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's please share it with all your friends. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, ladies, thanks for coming in. Thanks for doing everything that you do in the community. And thanks for helping make Santee a better place. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you, John.